Hello, and thank you for joining me. You're listening to Health, Habits, and Wellness. I'm Shannon Spiller, physician assistant, and I'll be your host today. Our topic, response versus reaction. In our previous podcast, we talked about defining our values by writing them in a sentence, giving them characteristics. Characteristics are the distinguishing features or quality of something. Understanding how our values look, feel, sound, etc. make it easier to recognize them when they play out in our relationships, in the workplace, with our family. It is important when we consider that all of our interactions reflect our values. Being misaligned with our values creates a divide between what is important to us, the choices we make, and our response versus reaction. A reaction is based in the moment and doesn't take into consideration the long-term effects of what you say or do. It is survival-oriented and on some level a defense mechanism. Response, on the other hand, usually comes slowly. It will take into consideration the well-being not only of you, but those around you, staying in line with your core values. Each producing distinguishing results and can make an impactful difference in our life experiences, especially stressful ones. Recognizing the triggers that engage a reaction versus response, we can learn to pause, allowing a moment of thought to consider what is happening versus what we think is happening and engage a response rather than reaction. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Viktor Frankl. Our reactions stem from our experiences over time and the need to protect ourselves. Reactions are usually triggered. The trigger can be a word, a person, an event, or experience that touches off an immediate emotional reaction. Because a reaction is a catalyzing chain of events and part of the fight-or-flight response, it takes longer to come back from a nervous system reaction sometimes leaving us to feel guilt or shame, questioning our self-worth and emotional maturity. We can recognize a trigger by the way it seizes our thoughts and provokes a strong emotional reaction, stimulating a physical response like flushing of the face, dilated pupils, rapid heart rate, trembling muscles, and or perspiration. By understanding our triggers, we can learn to self-regulate our thoughts and emotions in the moment. A first step to changing the way we interpret the situation might be to take a moment to pause, asking ourselves, what are we telling ourselves about this situation and what are we making it mean? When we think before we act, we give ourselves distance to separate our feelings from our actions. Responding then supports clarity of thought and honors our values. Awareness, as we learn to recognize what triggers us, will be helpful. Be aware when you first recognize the change in your body and pause. You might even say to yourself, pause, take a deep breath, remind yourself how quickly the fight-or-flight response jumps into action, taking over your emotions. Our feelings can be very convincing in the heat of the moment. Talking to ourselves, we can help our body to calm down and abandon those mounting feelings. Mindfulness In this case, taking a mental inventory of our thoughts and what triggers are looming. For instance, let's say frustration is the trigger. Frustration can bring up feelings of helplessness, irritation, resentment, anger, anxiety causing retaliation and hostility. 
If we recognize our frustration, then we can respond to its counterparts. Just to recognize it as frustration, your acknowledgement diffuses its power to trigger you. When it has less control over your emotions, it frees up clarity of thought so that you can be available to respond. Be aware of your breathing. When your breathing becomes accelerated, a reaction is more imminent. If we can slow down our breathing, we can engage our attention to be more purposeful and offer a response that maintains integrity. Be aware of how you are coping. The goal is to respond in a way that aligns with our values and is not triggered by our emotions. If it is important to us to treat others with courtesy and we find ourselves triggered in a conversation before we know it, we have reacted with unkind words, assumptions, and accusations. Getting our emotions quieted down can feel overwhelming. Sometimes stepping aside, away from the situation is helpful, especially when we are first learning to recognize our triggers, what meaning they bring, and how they separate us from what's important to us. To avoid our emotions being hijacked, it's important that we recognize when we are triggered. Once we realize where we find ourselves, how we respond or cope in a difficult situation can determine our emotional well-being. Keep in mind that our values are the compass to keep us on the path and a barometer to measure our desired outcome. The way we respond to conflict and handle confrontation can affect our mental health. Being willing to understand our triggers, appreciate our differences, and show self-compassion will go a long way to support our best self. Our interactions with our family and others will be more deliberate, inspiring, and meaningful. How we respond sharpens and strengthens our mental fortitude and contributes to our overall well-being and personal growth. I hope you find these tips to be helpful. My goal is to help facilitate your wellness, to inspire healthy habits, and make a positive contribution to your well-being. I look forward to partnering with you on your health and wellness journey. Until next time, you've been listening to Health Habits and Wellness.